As widely predicted, Brazil's far-right firebrand, yes, I'm talking about Jair Bolsonaro, won the country's presidential runoff in a landslide this past Sunday. His dramatic and unlikely rise to power has invited many to compare him to the one and only United States President Donald Trump, whom, by the way, Mr. Bolsonaro openly admires and praises. I'm Bruce Value, buddy. Join me as we'll be looking at Bolsonaro in Brazil versus Mr. Trump in America. Okay, so I thought I'd, I'd take a look at what this comparison does and frankly what it doesn't tell us about the man. Yes, Jair Bolsonaro, uh, who's setting to lead Latin America's largest country. It is true that Trump and Bolsonaro have some essential things in common. Uh, they both rose from them in a way, margins to the center of power by exploiting and misusing public and popular frustrations with traditional and established political classes. They have also both actually thrived on polar, uh, pol polarizing in a way and love to use rough and harsh and sometimes even, I would argue, rude language, in particular about women, about minorities, to indicate to their followers a kind of a hard and firm authenticity, if you want to call it that. They both also, Trump and Bolsonaro, deliberately use social media to circumvent mainstream outlets that they criticize as biased and hateful. Neither man has much respect for envir environmental protections and, uh, in a way, multilateral agreements. And business community has gladly taken a gamble on both of them, at least for now. I think by, in a way, taking the comparison too far can, in a way, cover the uniqueness of Brazil's situation, which is very different from the United States. While Donald Trump, uh, to be sure, tapped into many Americans' growing frustrations and difficulties with trade, technology, and a changing society, his inaugural, in a way, description back in January of 2017 of this American carnage rings much more accurate to, in a way, to Brazil's situation than the United States. Here's what we got. Brazil, the largest economy in Latin America, has a soaring crime rate that is more than six times higher than the one of the United States. What's more, while Brazil is just barely breaking out of the worst economic recession in its history, and the country's political class has been, in a way, gutted by multi-year anti-graph scandals and exposures, uh, exposed wrongdoings and mis misbehaviors across the political spectrum and among officials and top businessmen of the country alike. Well, popular confidence in the government has also collapsed big time. Well, in his bid to solve these problems, Jair Bolsonaro takes office with strong command, probably I would say stronger than Donald Trump. He won the popular vote by a huge 10 million ballots with a turnout of 80%, but also uh, with a weak grip on a badly fragmented legislator. Trump lost the popular vote, by the way, if you forgot, but came into the office with both houses of Congress firmly on his side. Well, GOP establishment and Republicans, of course. All right. Okay. Bolsonaro, um, former army man, 
has a, uh, has a defined track record of authoritarian statements. That has increased concerns about how he and Brazil's institution of democracy, in a way, will react if the, uh, in a way, the going gets tougher in what is probably quite clearly a very tough situation uh, to begin with. So while Jair Bolsonaro and Donald Trump are surely both part of the broader shift away from this traditional political parties and norms that has in a way swept across the world's major democracies in recent years. Just look at Italy and look at other, other places. Mr. Bolsonaro takes power in Brazil's among very different time and conditions. So I would call it not the American carnage, but the Brazilian carnage. By the way, thanks for joining us. This was our last episode of our second season. Hope you liked it. Join us. We'll begin our next season, November 1st. By the way, happy Halloween.